The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Flash arrest. We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I, you can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Here we go. Welcome you. What up? To Porsche Talk. This is off the deep end with none other than uh, not Big John anymore. I'm, uh, I'm we're, Medium we're, John. Medium John. And guys, this uh, this episode is sponsored. Uh, Monson and Brothers. And uh, go to the beer garden. Uh, we got vinyls. We got craft beer. We got beard balm. Oh, if you like to shave, if you clean shaving, we can hook you up there too. It's a good product, and you can throw your cologne away because those beard oils and balms work in two ways. They do. They keep uh, the skin underneath your beard hydrated, and you can rub it on your elbows and knees, and it'll take care of those dry elbows and knees. True story. And it smells better than your cologne. Fight me. Because most cologne, man, it pisses me it off. It smells chemically. It smells chemically, and it smells like I'm in a junior high boys' gym. Dude, Axe Body Spray all day. I'm over it. I want to smell like bourbon and cigar. That sounds like it smells fantastic. It sounds masculine. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You remember it smells that way, too. Cologne, back in the day, used to be called musk. For men's cologne, men's musk, dude. Think about kind of blowing me away a little. Hey, you don't remember that, dude? That's like 60s, 70s, 80s stuff. They used to call it musk, and musk it had a very distinctive smell. It's almost like brute aftershave, you know, the brute aftershave, very popular in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. Green bottle, black cap. I'm at a level with y'all. If you're experiencing what's happening right outside, is uh, we got like a legit race car out there. Yeah. And they're just uh, blowing and going out here, I guess. Um, Sounds like it. Can't uh, go out to go out there and uh, give them the old STFU. But. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. That lady scares me a little. Oh, my God. I ain't going to mess with them. Let them do them. <laughs> 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night. I yeah, being like, hey, can you turn it down? Or can you hold it down over there a little bit? Oh, damn. It does sound pretty good, though. I'll give it that. But back to the cologne yeah, and stuff, man. Yeah, not bad. So I'm going to go ahead. The uh, musk. It used to be men's musk and ladies' perfume. Up until, like, shit, I'd almost want to say the 90s. It's been wild. Like, scent for men has come a long way. All right, let's talk about this. You and I both came from the uh, the same period of time. Well, you're 33? 34. I'll 34. be 35 in April. And I'm 30, so you're yeah. a little bit older. But uh, I remember... Um, it wasn't even expensive cologne when we talked about. I never wore Axe. You never wore the Axe. I I never done that. I just I always hated that. And I call me hipster, call me whatever, but like legitimately, the reason that I did not wear that shit smelling shit was because it reminded me of walking in the boys' locker room, and I was like, all these douchebags all smell the same, and I don't want to smell like that. Yeah, I don't want to smell like them. But also, dude, I didn't never give a crap about Ralph Lauren and Polo, so you know what I did? You know what I wore? I wore deodorant. I didn't wear cologne. That's all it takes. I didn't do that. See, I did it. I did the thing. I wore the cologne, but now... Unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't do the cologne anymore. Yeah. So the longest ad ever, and we just learned a little bit about uh, historical things in the U.S. about cologne. And we're going to talk a little bit more historical about the U.S. as the show gets a little bit more of a deep dive. But, man, you had like a fun topic that was fairly lighthearted to start with. Oh, man. (laughs) Caught me on the spot right there, buddy. Boom. Boom. Uh, first break. First break.
Why, man? So you why? was you was asking me during the break. Yeah. Why is uh why why I didn't remember Musk or yeah, what was some brute, of the, brute? old spice. Yeah. I never I never gave a fuck. I understand. I mean I, oh I did. Now I'll tell you, I'll tell you that it was a bad draw. Now this ain't like uh I want you to laugh with me because it's funny. It's just life is what it is. Yeah. At the time it sucked, but then like I'll I'll tell you this is man I had my teeth knocked out when I was eleven. So all this yeah that That's ain't like, real. That ain't real. And so at eleven and so I was in what fifth sixth grade I yeah. had to go step into seventh grade and in South Lamar it's like. You don't have middle school. You go straight to high school at seventh grade. That's what it was for me too. Yeah. Right, and so step right in the shit. Right. Yeah. Got bullied, uh, and uh, that's fun, right? Yeah. It's, it's part uh, of it. Dude, it, that's that's genius. Let's make fun of a guy who was in a car wreck because he doesn't have teeth because he smashed a toolbox with his mouth. Yeah, he dude. There's a lot of value in that. The comedy is gold, right? Yeah. And so, but did I give a fuck? Did I get my ass whooped? Yes. Yeah. I didn't give a shit though, because man, I had friends. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I think that I think that's a big part of music. You know, I had like Sid, uh, Dustin, uh, the Shelton boys. I mean, dude, uh, my dad always told me when I was young, he was like, "You'll do good in this world if you have one true friend," and Amidst the bullshit yeah. that happened out of my control, and then I had to constantly deal with until I got these fake teeth, it's totally worth it because, man, I got some meaningful, real relationships. Yeah, friends. Yeah. I can get down with that. The payoff, right? Yeah. And plus, like, man, that was good rehearsal because I remember when uh, it was the funniest thing. Went to the insurance agent to settle, you know, for uh, how much money I was going to get. Yeah, yeah. I was a minor, too, so I got it when I was 18. But uh, at 12 years old, had to go in there. And I was just thinking, hmm, I need to make some money. Yeah. And what's crazy is, like, when we pulled up, my dad took me up there, and we got in the parking lot, and he said, my son... You need to do a little acting. And I was like, hmm. I had already thought about that. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, the better you act, like, just get real emotional, cry, be hysterical. Yeah. The bigger fit you throw is how many dollars you're going to throw. And guess how good of a fit I threw? How many? I threw an $80,000 fit. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ, man. So... I didn't give a damn what anybody did to me at high school. Fuck them. <laughs> you Hell know, yeah. it wasn't going to matter. No, it didn't matter. You was already good when you got, just as soon as you got out, you was good. That's right. I already could play. Yeah, you was already in there. But yeah, so I mean, like, I was, like, I mean, like we were talking outside on the break. Yeah, it's like, it was, you know, you would rub a little bit of that aftershave. Yeah, or you put a little cologne on it. Because you was going to the youth event at the church. Yeah, I did go to those events, but like, yeah. I wasn't trying to pick up nobody. I got you. Because you was going to wait till later. You was, what, you was a later on kind of guy. Well, it wasn't that. I was like, how interested are you going to be with a guy that looks like your grandpa at 13 years old? You know? <laughs> it's like, 
Yeah, you weren't. You couldn't. You got a hell of a smile, buddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got that methy grin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, it it wasn't no concern of mine. Yeah. And so, uh, and that's why I never never gave a damn. Yeah, but I, like, I can get that. Back two months and then brothers and we were talking about this too. With, who were yeah. those douchebags? Squatch? Uh, Dr. Squatch. Yeah, like on your uh, on your social media, like selling. And I think they're right with like, you know, me and you both yeah. sell. I mean, we, we both use the same brand. We yeah. Irish Springs. Yeah. Um, if I don't use that, I'm using I've got a bar of Munson soap and I like it. Uh, there's two kinds. Yeah. The longest ad of all time. We're going to talk about the sponsor through the entire show. Yeah, the entire um, show. We'll go back. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they got charcoal based. And I like that because it's it like exfoliates the shit out of your skin. See, I needed to get the, the grease and shit. That'll out do of it my because, hand. like, think about this. It's like, think, think this time in May, cutting grass. The humidity, the sweat, yeah, yeah. and it almost feels like you have a film of something on you. Mm-hmm. The thing about that charcoal is it will literally pull that Mississippi humidity out of you. It'll pull that Mississippi out. I love it. Yeah. Need that. And I I would back it with the other soap, which is oil-based, which will hydrate the skin so you don't get out like... So blood. you use one and then you use the other. I do. Like... And you say they're unscented, right? So it wouldn't be you unscented. And that's another thing I like because if I smell dirty, if yeah. I smell like I've been working all day, if I smell like an armpit, why would I put something on to cover it? Right? Why? Why yes. wouldn't I just like if I just smell like me naturally? Yeah, I, I shouldn't stink. You shouldn't stink as yeah. You shouldn't stink as you. So like I don't like I said I don't work alone. I don't give a fuck about that shit. So, get this scentless soap. I'm literally going out as myself. As you smell. No, as I as you. I smell. That'd be that's better than smelling like nine 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 million other dudes. <sighs> Our spring. Yeah. Smelling like that. That's flashbacks, right? I've been smelling like like Our Spring for most of my adult life and childhood, really. Like bar soap. <clears throat> Back in the day, and then yep. I upgraded the body wash. I tell you what, I learned a lot uh, about hygiene when uh, I, I've been on a lot of trips just yeah. out of the country, and uh, I don't really think about like Guatemala so much as roughing it. I mean, we had this mission house that you would stay at each night. And, I mean, like if you had to take a if you had to take a shit, yeah, while you was out working in these villages, I mean, you might have to go and take care of business in like a cornfield but the thing about it if i learned quick after one trip and i've been out of this country like 10 times yeah is the most value i literally i keep a pack in my truck uh how i believe in this is uh, baby wipes man baby wipes baby wipes is it's what like carrying a roll of toilet paper yeah sure biodegradable i mean you can throw it down wherever uh, same old baby wipe, dude, and dude, it'll clean way better, especially if you have a bad time. Because think about it, you're, day. you're in a new country, and if you ate some food you some ain't used food. to, what are you gonna do? Mm. Probably gonna have a case of the shits. You're gonna have to, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, baby wipes will clean you up. Like three baby wipes, boom, you're done. Done. And I mean, a lot of these places I've uh, I've been to countries to where toilet paper is like you go to the mall. Uh, Chile was like this at one of the malls. 
is in some countries they don't provide toilet paper. So if if you got to take a shit, you can shit, but you don't have anything to wipe with. Unless you brought something. I got baby wipes. Baby That's what wipes. I'm saying. Okay. Got you. Uh, that, and if you ever take a foreign trip, man, I, I got a lot of tips. I've been. I know what to do. Yeah, you got the ideas. And I've also took a lot of road trips, and I've gotten away with a lot of things because I'm smart with the way I pack with that, too. See, man, I've been on the road a lot and had to make a lot of roadside stops, you know, out in the desert. I've peed in so many like The only time I have deserts. to stop is, is I have to get gas. Lies. How do you... You gotta use the bathroom sometimes. Unless it's a shit, dude. Nuh-uh. Right in the unit. Yeah. I guess. But that's only like... I'm not taking... I've done one 10-hour trip. Yeah. I'm not talking like you do more like road trips. Yeah, I do. But I, I like I do. I don't know on a weekend. I'll you know it might be an hour and a half, two hour Birmingham, or it might be like oh yeah, I can hold, I can I can handle that. Three hour to Bentonia, or you know like four hours to Mobile. Now the four hour to Mobile might be pushing it a little most yeah. of the time, especially if I've had an energy drink. Yeah, and I'm gonna have one. Yeah, yeah, but I dude, I got a bottle. Oh, you yeah, I, I get you. Just yeah. I did that some in uh, when I was driving in Meridian. Man, my my ex father in law, he was, um, and we all know this type. Yeah, man, we went to uh, watch Virginia Tech play Alabama in the season opener in Atlanta for the Chick Fil A Bowl back in two thousand, maybe thirteen, fourteen, yeah, yeah. or some crap like that, and we left Mobile to Atlanta. How long is that? Mm, I'm going to say six and a half, seven hours. You're dead on. And that dude only stops for gas. And he fueled up the night before. Oh, we so you had to go miles. had some coffee before getting in the car. <laughs> and so we're about three hours in. Like, we're just... We're not even in Georgia yet. We're still yeah. in Bama. We're getting out of Bama. We, you know, we're getting, you're right at the edge. Yeah, yeah. we finally got to Birmingham, and like we're we're headed east. You yeah, know? you're running the the gauntlet at that. Point. And I asked, man, I got to piss. I heard they got a bathroom in Atlanta. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh. oh no! And he wasn't lying. Man, I thought I was gonna piss myself. God, I would have never if I'd already if I'd have been leaving in Mobile. Oh or my where gosh. were y'all at? Where were you at when it hit you again? In Birmingham. Birmingham think Birmingham to Atlanta holding piss. Oh and I'm talking about a full bladder. <laughs> full I, bladder. I have it to go. I have it to go. Oh no. I'd have peed on something. I'd peed on him probably. <laughs> where you go? Here you go, we're going to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> I heard there's a bathroom on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would have gotten down like that. I would probably would have peed on him. I'm not going to shit Golly. you. I'd be like, man, I got to go. Because, dude, I had Well, I kind of sympathize, though. Because when I was transporting those prisoners, dude... <laughs> They'd be like, I hope I didn't feel like I was a prisoner being transported. A little bit, though, it sounded like. 
Because I'd be like, man, there's a bathroom up, up in Tennessee when we cross the state line. <laughs> like, leaving West Point. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because we would leave Columbus and have to fuel up in West Point. Mm-hmm. Or we would fuel up in Columbus, leave Columbus, go to West Point, pick up inmates. And then we would drive to wherever, wherever, anywhere. Sometimes, hell, the longest stretch I ever drove straight was 36 hours straight. That was swapping up. up. And, you know, there's a time in there when you have to go to the bathroom. You can't. Like, but now we got inmates, so that was the longest stretch we had to make. Then we made five stops right after we drove the 36 hours. So we, like, drove the 36 hours and then dumped out. Yeah. Dude, I made them... Them guys wait till we got to Texas to go to the bathroom. From West Point to the edge of Texas. That's kind of inhumane. They had cups. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, man, because... Man, I, it was inhumane, though, because then after would they used their cups... I'll be honest with you, dude. If I wasn't going to an event, I'm not going to lie to you. And I learned my lesson. I drained my damn bladder on the way home, so we didn't have to stop. And then, lo and behold, they want to stop halfway and get supper. Man, y'all, Man, you, you did that on purpose. We could have stopped that. for breakfast, but uh, yeah. uh, I, we probably did. It was probably drive through. Yeah, but, you uh, could have been like, "Hey, let me run in the bathroom right quick." <laughs> yeah, I should have. Right. That's uh, and that's a, that's probably a, a good story on why I don't like to drink coffee and like. I'll drink an energy drink as long as I'm headed somewhere to where I know I'm going. You know you're going to be able to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've talked bathroom talk. Yeah. Uh, We've been to the toilet. We've been to the toilet now. Hey, Hey, we're right on the way. We're right on the way to where we need to go. Oh, yeah. How about that? So we want to get off the deep end. We have... uh, (coughs) You've heard of being blue-pilled. Um, maybe a red pill. Which one was uh, the one where you got to unplug? I think it was the blue one you unplugged, right? Well, no, I'm talking like red pill, like oh, Republican, well, blue pill, one. Democrat. Um, you've heard of the black pill. I've uh, I'm guessing. And, um, that's a pill that I don't want anybody to have. So I'm offering you a, a white pill and we're going off the deep end. And we're going to talk conspiracy. Uh, But maybe not so much. But the thing about a conspiracy that I like and why I like uh, John always entertaining the idea of doing these episodes is there's a thimble of truth within every conspiracy. Sometimes there's a whole bucket. And in the midst of having fun and just talking about these different conspiracies is... There's a white pill. Do too. The white pill is a pill of hope. It's mm-hmm. it's it's inevitable truth and like the thing about truth that is getting so lost in this postmodern world that we're in. Is some say post postmodern. No, we're not. We're still in postmodernism. We're still in postmodernism. And. It, it, it's fr- it's frightening, but at the same time, there's 
it's brought some good. Yeah. I, I don't want to lose my train of thought on that, but uh, but it's getting so hard to see truth that, man, this is some hope that I actually believe in because of some of the claims that have been made over, I think, 80-year periods over the last 500 years. 80 years is... And what I mean by 80 years is the human life cycle. Yeah. And so, there's a book. Uh, John and I are going to get a copy, or I'll get a copy and we'll... No, it's great. I'll get one. I want one. Yeah. And so, the the name of the book, and I'm going to see if uh, Emily Liner here in town at our local club's downtown bookstore. The bookstore, yeah. I will get it. Oh, that would be so badass if they got that book, dude. Yeah, it's called The Fourth Turning, and it's American Prophecy, What the Cycle of History Tells Us About America's Next Rendezvous with Destiny. Now look, I mean, this is off the deep end. Um, Everyone who listens to the show, if you've never been to an off the deep end, it's where John and I have fun talking about these different ideas and uh, sometimes having fun, but also sometimes vesting in it. Yeah, because sometimes the more you know, I mean, it's like yeah, something is something to think about. It's it's another perspective. Yeah, and so check this out. It's, okay, so it's written by two cats. Uh, it's William Strauss, Neil Howe. I'm going to read it. This is just pulled up on Amazon. You can read this for yourself, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about it now. Uh, it will change the way you see the world and your place in it. With blazing originality, the fourth turning illuminates the past, explains the present, and reimagines the future. Most remarkably, it offers an utterly persuasive prophecy about how America's past will predict its future. Strauss and Howe base this vision on a provocative theory of American history. The authors look back 500 years. Now, how old is the U.S.? Ask yourself that question. And uncover a distinct pattern. Modern history moves in cycles, each one lasting about the lengths of human life, each composed of four eras. Now, I've... I've heard, I'll stop here just for a second because, and we'll get back to it. Yeah. Is, you've heard this. And I've been told that, uh, and, and some people believe that you only get one of each. But the life cycle of a human, let's say you live to be 80 years, and I don't care about telling time because it's subjective. It's more about the content. Yeah, the content. It doesn't life. matter if you only live to be 20 as long as you live fully. Yeah, if you live an eighty-year-old life. life of not doing a damn thing isn't worth anything to me. Yeah, that's nothing. That's a waste. So I'm not talking time, but they talk about seasons. I got you. Is you get a spring, summer, fall, winter, and you get one of each. Bullshit. I think you constantly have, and I think a lot of people live in winter. I think a lot of people live in winter. I and they stay there too long. But I, if you and that's another thing about your mental health, and that's how you gauge it. You need to find what period or season that you're in at the moment, yeah. and see if you're wasting your time. Because I'm telling you, um, 
your body and all these natural things going on, your physiology, your psychology, especially that, your mental health, it's all about a season. A lot of times we're in winter and we don't even know it because when you fall out of fall and go in the winter, you don't know it sometimes. Yeah. We know when we're in spring. We know especially if we're in summer. Yeah, we know when we're in spring and we know when we're in summer. Summer is the profit. You know, the summer is the growth. Yeah, it used to be music festivals. Do you remember those? Man, yes. Dude, BCS Arena, they're having a show in person. Hey, Lads People Stadium, this is like April 9th through 11th. They're going to have Billy Strings at South Alabama's football stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Ooh. I'm thinking about getting a ticket. Who's he with? It's just Billy. It's just him for three days? That'd be badass. That's why I want to go. <laughs> Not go every day, but go yeah, one of the days. Go right? one of Whichever the days. day is better. Yeah. I mean, just just the point of having a live show again, right? Man, you know who the live show is at BCS Arena? Who? Blackberry Smoke. And, and North Mississippi and All-Stars. North Mississippi All-Stars. Oh, my God, dude. You know, one thing that I've learned since doing this show and, like, traveling. Yeah. And, like, Porsche Talk needs, like, a... Like, I need to utilize, like, the Patreon for this. Yeah. Is like there needs to be like these episodes and then be the episodes when we step outside to take a break. Yeah. Have a smoke break or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah. or just be like, man, let's get away from that for a second. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Um, but that's the part that needs to be recorded sometime. Hell yeah. And because that, that, like, that's like the real. Yeah, that's the real stuff. That's like, all right, so blah, blah, blah. It's like this stuff right here is, it, it's like just dipping the toe. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, so really though. It's the, yeah. yeah, out there on the patio is like so, but for real though. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, just back to uh, the fourth turning. Yeah. Uh, first comes a high. Now think about this in the extent of American history and then begin to think about uh, different dates that come to mind. Think about mm, special ones from World War Two, 1871. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Uh, and think about these things in your mind, and think about the rotation of these very, uh, very historical moments in history. By which, by the way, I just recently learned they don't really talk about them anymore. No. So first comes a high, a period of confident expansion as a new order takes root after the old has been swept away. Now we're not making any kind of conspiracy about just. Trump going to Biden here and yeah. not even going political. Yeah. Next comes an awakening. A time of spiritual exploration, rebellion against the now established order. Then comes an unraveling. This is the stage we're in now and we're coming out of. An increasingly troubled era in which individualism triumphs over crumbling institution and hello to tomorrow, which they say will happen 2025. 2025. And then be at its peak by 2028. Last comes a crisis, which I would predict in my best estimation that that would be Trump being reelected. 
And I don't want to say anything else about that. Yeah, no. But if if we would say 2025 to 2028, that would be an accelerated crisis. But that is how, uh, and that's the thing about seasons in life, and we're talking about seasons of a country, but sometimes the crisis can come quick. Yeah, sometimes it can be swift. And he, I would almost say that he brought the the one before, but like we're not going political, we're going back together. Uh, last comes a crisis, the fourth turning, when society passes through a great perilous gate in history. R.I.P. Dr. Seuss. Together, the four turnings comprise history's seasonal rhythm of growth, maturation, entropy, and rebirth. Pepe Pew. Speedy Gonzalez. The fourth turning offers bold predictions about how how all of us can prepare individually and collectively for America's next rendezvous with destiny. And I'll tell you this real quick, and we're going to go right off the deep end if it hadn't gone deep enough. If you feel polarized, um, go outside and smoke you a cigarette or take you a shot or uh, have another sip of coffee because, I mean, I was just reading a book review and... Uh, this is halfway turning into a comedy show. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the thing though, man, I'm afraid of is what if what if we're at the huge crisis right now? Think well, about that. Think about we're at the end of the fourth season. They say it's not quick. That's the only thing I thought about, like. But I think that's the the white pill that I want to believe. Yeah. Is, you know, COVID-19, the pandemic, or uh, coronavirus, or, you know, Corona. however <laughs> however you want to put it, is, uh, and I'm, I'm not making any kind of jokes about it. No, it's, it's very, very, very it's a, serious. It's a very serious very thing. Very serious thing. But... That's that's a crisis. It is a crisis, and we're starting to reap the later. And I remember it wasn't so long ago we just celebrated an anniversary of like how many days did they say it was going to help stop the spread, and then we just never stopped because it never stopped. I think I think the two weeks to stop the spread <laughs> was like a was week ago, March the seventh. Yeah. That they shut the radio station down March the 4th. And which, by the way, I'm not like saying that that's a, that's a god-awful idea. It was... Ill thought. Yeah. Two weeks was too much for some some things that's been in place for decades. Two, for, yeah. Decades, hundreds, well, not hundreds of years, because... Yeah. Money didn't get funny until 1957, 1953. Something like that. Yeah. Money was real until then. <laughs> That's what they say. But man, the thing that trips me out the most is uh, where's it gonna go? There. So, Gen Z. It's the generation that we're uh, losing. 
and oddly enough is they immediately felt figure out how to best phrase this yeah like they could not ever relate to the boomer generation they automatically hated them um it was almost as quick as they learned to speak that they despised the boomers and then now recently i don't know if you've seen the social media high but you had gen z hating on millennials to telling millennials to stay in their lane Mm -hmm. about what emojis they can and cannot use uh which is uh, it's a dumb thing to even get on see i talked to a gen xer friend of mine you know the one before us and he said they said the same shit about us as we're saying about the gen zers said they were exactly the same about us. Yeah, but I don't understand. I don't understand, like, why are we even... I think it's... Why why are we even fighting? Like, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Dude, is there not anything else more important right now than that? Yeah. Hell yeah, there is. Hell yeah, tons of things. We should be focusing on unity... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know that thing. I don't think we'll ever see it with the no. current current system we have. I don't think we'll ever see unity with the way things are. Everybody likes to talk. Yeah. About a peaceful divorce. There's no there's no way. such thing. Let's say that, and they probably will if it was given. I don't want it to come to this. Like I say, I want this to be a white pill, not a black pill. And we'll go here, but yeah. we'll get right off of it. Yeah. If Texas was to secede over these gun laws that are probably going to get passed. More than likely. Texas says, hell no, secede. Let's just say that. Nobody backed, or maybe it was just them in Mississippi flying solo again. Those two. Yeah. Wouldn't work. No. Not powerful enough. They would do a blockade on the Gulf of Mexico. They'd shut you off. Shut everybody around us off. You'd have to literally produce everything that you need. Yeah. You got plenty of farms, maybe for food, but not for that many Texans. Mm Mm-mm. That's not a good situation. There's no such thing as a peaceful divorce, but we live in a weird thing right now to where two states remove the mass mandate. Yeah. Texas, Mississippi. I don't have any kind of beef. I don't I'm not gonna talk shit either way. It's not my place to you know it's if not you want my to wear shit one, either. Fine. But this fine. this is the only thing I'm gonna say and I don't necessarily agree with, but it's just the way that it it seems to be to me, is that Biden 
is the only president over those blue states. It seems like the red states don't give two fucks what he has to say, in my opinion, because look at what Abbott did. Like, right after, he's like, "Done. we're done. We're opening wide open, buddy. Yeah, we're done with it. You know? Yeah. It's almost like a FU. Kind of is, though. I mean, I don't know, man. And I think that's like back to the seasons and things, the the crisis, you know? Yeah, and dude, there's... Honestly... And that book is only about America. It's not a global thing. It's not a global thing because most things revolve around America. The Chinese markets, the And they say, look, if you don't read another chapter, just read chapter six. Chapter six. Just read chapter six. It was just paragraph of bombs being dropped. We're about to get off into some lighter things. We're going to get off that, right? Yeah. Anything else you want to do? Let me see. What we got? uh, You want to take a smoke break? Yep.
Okay. So, man. Okay. I'm going to pull a Joe Rogan on you. All right. Have you ever done DMT? I have not. You have not. Under oath. Okay. If we're going under oath, I have not. Well, under oath means a lot to me. Well, under oath doesn't mean that much to me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, no. Where are we going to go? But, yeah, man, so all bullshit aside. Okay. I've done it, like, three times and then, like, some DMT resin. Okay. Once. And some changa. I want to preface this. Is um, Of course, I I found out about DMT because of joe rogan podcast and i I thought about it for a while and i was pro and then i thought about it some more and i was anti and then just as of yesterday which by the time this goes i don't don't know when this it'll be saturday or tuesday saturday or tuesday but uh i don't know i may have flopped again but like i'm i'm kind of leaning towards it and Here's why. Is you know finish finish your deal. I mean you've done it three times. I'm sorry. And then I did changa. Changa is a plant that they coat with DMT. Kind of gives you a euphoric feeling with the DMT. It's great, by the way. Wow. And uh, DMT is beautiful. Like, I can't describe it any other way than beautiful. You don't really have a lot of open eye visual, but you have a lot of closed eye visual. Like, in order to blast off, you have to close your eyes. Okay. Because, like, you can can fuck up DMT. Like, people have fucked up using it. Like, you can not get it hot enough. You can get it too hot. And then you can kill it. And, like, you just wasted your whole little scoop of DMT there. Now we're going into a bit of uh, things I wasn't uh, trying yeah. to educate on. But. Yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to talk. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Scratch that. Okay, so. <laughs> leave that or leave that? Leave it. Leave it. Okay. And. When uh, by the way, under oath, I have no idea. I look. You can just do it, and you'll get like a body high from it. If you don't do it to the hot enough, you got to get it hot enough to really blast off. Okay, we're going right back into right it. back into it where you left off. <laughs> yeah, well, where we you, said we wouldn't go. Well, you, you have to do. You have to explain that to understand because you get a feeling from it let's go low temp okay i guess we're going there (laughs) yeah i hate to explain it and condone it but it's the only way to really explain it you know okay but when you go we'll, we'll just scratch all the how to do it and what it does and all that when you go when you blast off we were talking about time out there on the patio. That's uh, that's correct. And I said that uh, it is uh, subjective. It is subjective because the, the journey... 
That's right. Last 15, 20 minutes. That's right. And it feels like a lifetime. That's it. Now, that's the thing I've heard. And the thing about it is I'm hearing... I'm hearing about the way that we measure time. Yeah. Okay. And we'll measure life with years. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The sustenance. Yeah, it doesn't matter the length. Yeah. It was the content. Yeah. But that's the same thing with how I view like these DMT trips is if you had 15, 20 minutes into this different uh, interdimensional or... It's a whole other realm. Uh, another realm, or however you want to phrase it, is what if that was breaking through to the next uh, reality, uh, the eternity, the... Like, almost tantric, I guess. Yeah, and it almost makes uh, this meaningless, which most of it is for the most, most part. Of, remember when we were talking about that that time with the LSD and I lost it. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. We're going to go there. Yeah. Because that is the deepest off the end we're going to go tonight. And we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, but just going back to uh, DMT is with that timeline is even though you get 15, 20 minutes and it feels like a lifetime and there is this idea of these insectoids these clockwork elves these mechanical beings these yeah. the thing Kings about and queens. the thing about DMT which is a difference between acid or LSD or shrooms or yeah. psychedelics is if you and I were to take one of the let's say with the shrooms, we would have a totally unique experience because it's based on our brain. Yeah, it's subjective to us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our fear, or sometimes the delight. It depends on. It depends on you and your demeanor and your mindset. That's right. It's all, it's it's, all a lot that's of stuff. That's why I don't recommend doing it. Yeah, it's, it's not for everybody. It's not for anybody. Yeah, I don't recommend it. But DMT. Is a collective experience. Yeah, if you if you hit if you blast off with somebody, y'all have the same basic experience. But the thing about it, it doesn't matter who you go with. It could be someone who hadn't done it in five years. You would both have seen the same thing. Yep. Because it always leads to the same place, which yep. leads to believe that there is something else. It does. And our brain already produces DMT on its own, and we're doing studies, and I don't know, it might be five years from now before science can tell us more about what this dopamine does. Well, you know, or DMT does, but it's the same. It's the same kind of factory effect that you know the dopamine that we get from a Facebook like yeah. uh, on our phone. It's the same thing with DMT. Our brain develops it, yeah. but it's figuring out uh, how much our brain develops and why it develops it, and. What does it do? Because there are these guys, there's these yogis, and this is this weird thing that we call it, like being white house, white housewife. Okay, there's a better way to say this. Is um, you know the the housewife yoga? Yeah, Stepford yeah. wife. There you go. 
is it made it real stereotypical here yeah. for the stretches yeah. of doing yoga and possibly the meditation is like that's how they like to write their poses like I'll just oh my god I'm so centered right now like man bullshit yeah they have no idea you just wanted to take a picture but um these yogis in India man they're like so they say they're living to be 150 to 200 years old but like it's um it's a weird thing there's a study I'm gonna go to here in just a second but with these men is like they'll practically starve themselves like they'll give themselves just enough sustenance throughout the day to survive to spend the rest of that time yogi yeah yoga and true meditation yeah and I would consider that they found some kind of spiritual realm to where they go I think they've unlocked DMT which is the we, longevity we naturally. of their life is like they're only coming back to this earth to fuel their body so that they can hop back in their, hop mind, back into their mind and go back to that other realm yeah that is that's my thought if the idea of them living to be 150 to 200 years old is true yeah it's which is totally believable have you seen pictures of them they look wild man they look you know they're the they only look like 80, but you can tell it's like the wisdom in their face. They look like they're a thousand. Yeah. It's it's a strange thing. But I, I think that's something worth thinking about. But it goes back to our original idea of what a life is worth. It's like it's not the longevity, it's the content. It doesn't matter if you live 80 years and you didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, if you didn't have, if you didn't have a life to live for, what did you live for? So why would I want to live to be 200, but what if they're... Tapping into that dopamine, and they're actually spending time out there, out and, in the, I guess what we you you would say the ether, I guess. Right. I don't know if the ether is correct because, yeah. like, the thing about the ether is the thing about off the deep end with the yeah. show is LSD off the deep end. This is where I want to go with this. Yeah. That's why I don't recommend it. Yeah. I don't recommend any of this. None of it. Don't do it. But. Uh, LSD shrooms if you take enough don't do it <laughs> the person that you're going to be confronting is yourself it's you and if you go deep enough I mean we talked about layers right you had yeah. the meta the forest and then you had the ether yeah. and when you get to the ether you're at the core of yourself yeah that's you and good and bad it's usually the really bad part yeah so that's not, why I don't, not a place uh, you want to be you don't want to be there I don't say go there yeah the journey don't go don't go it's not worth it not but, worth it at all but, but back to clockwork elves and these insectoids and humanoids and things that they're seeing in these other realms and everybody's reporting the same thing and they go conspiracy there's these rich People, oh, up in the Northeast United States, like New Jersey and New Yorks and all these, it's like they live like damn. You think vampires aren't real? You're wrong. It's these rich people. They literally lay down in these coffins and they're getting DMT pumped into their veins and they're staying on these uh dmt trips and they're all trying to map it right now that's what they're working on that's what this 
great reset. Where and all is this, this stuff. study? Where is it? I want to be a part of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that, that's what they're talking about. That's that's what all this is supposedly about. And that you sound like a total weirdo. I'm waving yeah. my hand around. Yeah. Like, but <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like it, it. it's weird saying this shit. Well, but I mean, have, this is literally a thing. This is what people believe, dude. I that mean, these I'm, people have been tapped in. They're talking about they get these Air Force pilots, and and they're using them to like GPS and map it because that's what they do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what they're good at. I mean, I should have joined the Air Force, become a pilot. I got glasses. And we went way off the deep end. Coming back, anything else to add to this? Um, just no, not really. Not that it could be of any value. Perfect. talk if you haven't done so already i would ask you to rate and review the show or whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on and it means a ton when you share it with your buddy it's it's, it's literally everything um that old school style of translation is still gold songs for this episode Brother Ford by Brad Armstrong opened with a clip from the intro of his song. Then the blips throw me around. 
Then we had Taylor Honeycutt, Trail of a Broken Heart, and we walked out with Damn Boy by Taylor Hollinsworth. Now, let's walk out with one more song, right? We're going to do a little Will Stewart for you right now because it's something you need to hear. Here comes Brush Armor. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.